Hello and welcome back to yet another edition of Lifestyles of Love with your girls, Chris and Vic. I'm Chris. I'm Vic. And tonight we're getting into the (laughs) conversations of cohabitating, a.k.a. uh, living in sin, as my grandma would say. Mm-hmm. All the grandmas. All the grandmas it. would say it. Um, so we are, you know, broadcasting live at this moment. Maybe you're hearing this live. Maybe you're hearing it after the fact. Either way, we love you and we thank you. Um, I'm over here on the east side of the LV and Vic's down there in the boot. Feeling good. Yeah. Good old ham in Louisiana. Ham in Louisiana. So, um, you know, if you're if you're around the Louisiana parts, you can look her up and uh I don't know, maybe she can check your urine for you. <laughs> um, if you need that sort of thing done. No, please no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um other than I'm that, kidding. you know, you can always you can always listen later. We're we're on YouTube, Facebook, and we stream pretty much everywhere. We're on the Spotify, the Apple, the Amazon, the Pandora. Lots of people on Pandora. This is always, I'm so surprised every time I see the numbers on Pandora are so high. I'm like, who's on Pandora still? Are you on Pandora? You try to know. My mama is, though. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's, maybe it's like the older yes. folks out here. Yeah, I don't know. Cause no. yeah, my mom's yeah, on Pandora been, too. Yeah, you're right. Pandora used to be the thing though back in the day, but for real, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was. So uh, wherever you get your podcast, that's what we be. So we thank you and uh, like visa. There's a lot. There's a lot. If you've never listened to our show, if you are a a newbie, um, Chris and Vic. You know, we hail from Las Welcome. Vegas and we, we've known each other a very long time and our relationship is probably more interesting than most. And, um, <laughs> we, we talk about all the things. So if you are new, you should go back and listen to some because they range. So, yeah. Today and you're always welcome to come on and, and talk about something, you know. What yes, I mean? please. Get your opinion out there. If you have my number, if you have Vic's number, and we know you, you can always call us, text us, DM us. Um, and if you don't know us, I would say comment on the YouTube or the I'm Facebook. Um, leave us a comment, and we'll get back to you. Maybe we'll see it. Maybe we won't. But regardless, we're glad you're here. So. Anything, anything crazy going on in the world, Vic? Besides the obvious, just everyday living is nuts right now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Honestly, I don't know. I just feel like, like you just wake up and all everybody talks about still is the motherfucking COVID, and everybody's got fucking COVID and then had COVID, and uh, yeah, I just, well, what do you just do anymore? Honestly, that's so over I it. We're going into, yeah, we're going into, like, year three of this shit, and, mm. yeah, what the fuck? I know they shut down the schools there. Yeah, just for a five-day little 
moment, the schools in Clark County are going to be closed, which I actually, you know, I feel like that's probably smart because at the very least, these people will get their, yeah, at the very least people will get, they'll get a five, they're only doing for five days. So at the very least, everybody will get their five days of rest or whatever. The problem is, it's these kids that got it. And what these kids doing? They don't have they Absolutely. don't have any they don't have any symptoms, so they're running around like they would be. I mean, the thing is too, like they don't. Some of the jobs don't care if you have it. If you don't have symptoms, they still want you to come. I, I don't know. This, I've never seen. I've never even heard of anything like this. I mean, we've only been alive for thirty five, thirty six years, right? But, <laughs> right. You know, my thing is like, where is everybody, and where are y'all getting money from if you're not fucking working? What is happening? What the fuck is happening? You know and what? I realized too, like, that there's be- there's a lot of fraud going on. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hell yeah! But that shit runs out. I know. I, like, I'll, how much money are you really getting? I feel like, I mean, I don't know, but nobody should be panhandling right now because literally everybody's hiring. Like, mm. everybody. Yeah. You know. Well, anyway. panhandling is not for those who'd like to join the workforce. Panhandling well, is a I job itself. That, that's why. <laughs> and I, while I get that right, uh, mm-hmm. this is now. This is not the time. Like, I'm not. I can't support that. Because not that saying right. I would support it any other time, but I really don't do it right now. Like you got me fucked up, motherfucker. I be tired of shit working <laughs> and you think I'm just gonna nah. Nah. I work hard for my money. <laughs> I work hard for my money. I drive two hours a day. Right. For work. Like fuck you. Right. No. Right. <laughs> I I'm I'm right there with you. It's fine. Um sorry, not sorry. It's all good. Anyway. Everybody dying already. It's oh, like yeah. January 14th. Are we gonna Bob lost Saget. Oh my like, God. I, Bob Saget, bro. That, he was only 65. And the worst part about it is mm-hmm. that he died alone in a hotel room and he had just done a show. Yeah. So the, first of all, the people who just, who yeah. saw that show forever are like, I don't even know what the word is for how they're ever going to feel. Um, I mean, obviously you're grateful it was you and you were there. Um, and then you're also super sad that you were the audience, the last audience that he ever performed in front of like my, right. Mm. Um, but I guess he died in his sleep. They're saying, is that what they're saying? Mm. I mean, we we could all just wish, I mean, not maybe some, I don't don't think everybody wishes to go that way, but, um, I certainly do. Surely do. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't want to know I'm dying. I I would like to I think it'd be a good time to die is during sex. I mean, obviously not for the other person. And why? <laughs> but, and why? Because uh, you're leaving under pleasurable circumstances. Okay, so would, th- would this be after the orgasm? Before? Does it matter? You know, maybe during. Maybe that's maybe, the climax. Is the climax? <laughs> Your last climax. Your I last would, climax. I would not like to die that way either. <laughs> I'm just saying it'd I mean, be a good mean, way to go. You know what I mean? In a perfect world, you know, in a perfect world, we could like, oh, I would like to go that way. No, I don't want to go that way. Remember that episode? Well, speaking of people who died, um, R.I.P. Betty White. Her birthday is Monday. Um, MLK's birthday. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't realize they had. They said she birthday. had a strike. Or a strike. A stroke. Well, they said she had a stroke. Like, mm. That oh, makes like total sense. Days. They're saying they happened like a couple of days before she passed, though. I'm like, can I get my life over here? Sorry. 
Betty. Um, I just saw a terrible, <laughs> terrible. Um, somebody sent me. It wasn't a meme. It was just like a you know like a little sketch. And yeah, it was a TikTok. And um, it was it was this angel in heaven, and he was like, mm-hmm. he was talking to the other angels, and he was he was like the head angel, and he was like, did you get the old lady? And they came back. The, the guy was like, oh, yeah, I got her. Betty's, you know, Betty White, she's here. And and the guy was like, I didn't say Betty White. And he was like, I said the queen. And he was like, oh, you meant the British queen. And it was, and then it ended. <laughs> and I was like, it's very soon. But that also makes more sense. I'm like, shouldn't the queen have gone before Betty? But it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I mean, cool. there's a lot of people roaming this, roaming the world, or roaming the earth still that uh, you know, should have gone. Mick Jagger been taken out, maybe, but that's a different show. That's <laughs> a different show. Different show. You're different right. Different show. So, um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on, guys. But amongst the things going on is the cohabitating, the living in sin, yeah. the not praying Guilty. before you eat. You know. That's what's going on out here. Not praying before, oh, silly. Okay. Not before you eat. <laughs> and so we've both done this. You know, it's been a thing. I'm currently cohabitating. She's currently doing it. I've done it yeah. twice. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I've both situations before. were different. Yeah. Um, one's in LA, one's in New York. And um, hoo, hoo, hoo. the way both of them ended, epic. Epic. To, to really? Me, to me. Well, I know about one of them. But I, oh, I remember one of them, at least. But see, the thing about you living in those two places, those are two expensive-ass places to live, too. Exactly. So there was a whole so, reason. Like, there was reasons. Yeah, because that's one of the, the benefits, love. you know, of cohabitating is splitting bills. Because mm-hmm. um, L.A. and New York ain't no bitch. That's mm. it. Hell no. Yeah. Right, so the definition that I have for cohabitating, well, we all know that there's, why is it doing that? Um, We all know that there's, um, many definitions. First of all, there was a, there was a discrepancy between cohabitating and co, co, Existing? No, it's like a co cohabitating and cohabitation. No, sorry, I'm gonna find it because people say like ha- like um cohabiting. That's what it is. Cohabiting versus cohabitating. Okay. I'm just gonna say right now it's the same thing. Okay, so if we say one or the other, we mean that's what we mean. They are interchangeable. I don't know why there's two words for it like that. Well, yeah, because. My cohabitator and I were having the discussion mm-hmm. <laughs> about this. And, um, you know, I have to say it was like one of the things, you know, the things that you love about somebody are the things you hate about them also. And so he was like really like breaking down this word. And I'm like, listen here, Webster. Like, because <laughs> he was like, well, what is it? <laughs> what is it when I had roommates in college, you know? Right. And I'm like, nigga, bro- nigga roommates. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it's, it is, it's cohab, that, I think that's when it's cohabiting, habitat, I don't know, I don't, I I feel like, 
Okay, here we go. Here's the definition. It says, two same-sex or opposite-sex adults who are not married to each other, not in a civil partnership or common law, and living together in an intimate and committed relationship. So the difference between a roommate and a cohabitator is that y'all are intimate with each other. Right. So, because there was one... I was doing research on this. Mm -hmm. I felt like a lot of this really comes from a religious standpoint. So those definitions, like off top, just say a sexual relationship, Mm -hmm. right? I'm like, it doesn't even always have to be that. I mean, I I would say, I would say like for us, like we're waiting till marriage because there is, um, you know, they say like, so they say, so they were saying like 60% of relationships where you cohabitated before marriage will end in divorce, which is a whole fucking lot. Yes. And I don't know if that has, any, and I don't know if that really has anything to do with cohabitating. Cause I know they said, oh, why buy the milk or why buy the cow and you can get the milk for free? You know, there's all of those things that mm-hmm. aspect, but I think for us, um, that's, we decided to wait, you know, till marriage because. It is definitely looked at as like, you know, living in sin. Like, oh, you're just, you know, like, I don't know if people just thought we were just bumping and grinding and stuff like that, like oh, <laughs> over here or what, mm-hmm. but yeah. No. You mean like so since you moved in, you so guys have like, not? We're waiting. Yeah, we're waiting until marriage. So, so you haven't done it at I all. I don't like, no. So I don't like that, like that definition goes like straight to sex. Well. That I don't like. Well, but if I it think, didn't, I then it would just be, then you guys would just be roommates. If it didn't go straight to sex. Well, no, no, no. I don't think so. No, by definition, that's what it would be. Uh, Obviously, I mean, you guys I mean, call it whatever you want. But, yeah. Um, your. I think it's still, I mean, we still have an intimate relationship because we're in a relationship, you know? Yeah, so. it's the intimacy and the commitment to one another. Now, right. you can commit and, to and a lease. You can commit to a lease, you can commit to the curtains, you can commit to a couch, but you can't, you don't necessarily commit to everybody you live with. So that's the difference. Right. Okay. I would say. I've never Uh, had roommates, so. Oh, okay. I've had, I've had way too many and I was never (laughs) intimate with any of them. Um, yeah, I'll just say that. Um, so then there's also Urban Dictionary, which... Listen, dictionary is profoundly accurate. Um, they said those definitions. You know, you can you can do your own definitions on Urban Dictionary, right? That's why I said they're 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 accurate. Um, God, okay, I'm gonna read one that means what you're talking about, but also when two people, generally a man and a woman, but in this day and age, it could be any variation of the genders, are living together in a mad frenzy of sex. If, say, you're cohabitating with someone and you're not having sex more often than hormone-raged minks, you're not cohabitating. So that's what you're saying. You don't like. Yeah. So that's, that's Urban Dictionary's first definition. The next one... The Urban Dictionary. There's... um. We've both done this, too. There's post-mortem cohabitation which is a term for a situation where you're living with your ex after a breakup because of X, Y, and Z, finances, the mm-hmm. pandemic. Woo! Y'all are fucked at this moment and can't nobody go nowhere. You can't break this lease. Whatever. Whatever yeah. it may be. 
Um, terrible yes. times. Terrible uh, times. Ooh. Terrible times. Awful. It is, and it sucks when you know what when you <clears throat> are splitting bills with somebody or rent, and they move out, and um, yeah. you got to cover their their part of the rent. That shit sucks. <laughs> um, exactly. That does suck. The best part of the game. I can't get these people's attention. That's that's part of the game. That's part of the risk you take. So in reading this, I saw that there was like cohabitation agreements. Which yes. uh, um that yeah. that 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 is a thing and I I don't know if I would agree with that. I, not that I don't agree with it. I agree I, with it same. if you feel like you need it. Would I do it? I don't know. I definitely have roommate right. agreements, and I'll keep those forever because I will. Now that I would them. do, and right, absolutely. Um, but uh, we gotta get some like roommate stories from hell. Mm, roommate from hell. God, I could. <laughs> I'm, I have like one. I've I've only had one bad roommate, and it wasn't even bad. It was just over the top annoying okay this is the term for what you're doing okay it's called cohabitation without fornication a term used to describe moving in with your lover with the expressed agreement that no sexual activities will ensue before marriage similar to taxation without representation but with a sexual aspect (laughs) okay so that's what you're doing you're cohabitation without fornication or cohabiting without fornicating um which I'm sure most parents are glad to hear because um, I'm sure they figure that when people, yeah, when two young people move in together, they're just fornicating. Mm -hmm. So you're the exception and that's amazing. (laughs) Love to be the exception. (laughs) Yes, always. Um, Definitely not the fucking rule. And so... What you were saying is that most people now are, uh, if they do move in together, more than likely, they're less likely to get married if they just cohabitate. I think, no, they're less, uh, they're more likely to break up. They're more likely to break up. Or to, or to get divorced. I'm sorry. They're more likely oh. to get divorced. Um, if they yeah. live together longer before they get married. Before marriage. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense, actually. Because, um, and yeah. then I think and then it may lead to some it may lead to some people actually not getting married. I just don't have the data on that one mm-hmm. because they feel like they're getting the the whole cow, so why they have to get the milk or whatever that saying is. Why yeah. the right. Whatever the fuck. Um, it says that most um, most young women today will live with a romantic partner at least once, compared to like when we were born in the eighties. Um, it was only like a third of the number that it is today of women that would like live with somebody. My parents lived together before they got married. Mm, my parents did not, but they only knew each other yeah, for three months. So. Okay. And look at them 30 <laughs> some years later, huh? Yeah. They only knew each okay. other for three months and then they got pregnant. And then I imagine they moved in See, together. That's the exception. That is the exception. There you go. Everybody can't do that. <laughs> Everybody can't do that. No, I, I wish for a similar love story, but it ain't, it ain't, it ain't happening. Um, I feel like that is exactly what's going to happen to you. I, I, I truly hope that would be amazing. <laughs> I did yeah. see Sam, the medium, you know, she told me that love is coming, but we don't know. when. Okay. Um, that's True love? Mm. forever love. I don't know. I mean, she didn't say those words, so could just be another lover for the ages. <laughs> 
Your plus one is coming, girl. He's coming. Mm, right, right. <laughs> plus one. Um, that nigga, come on. Right. So back in the 80s, most cohabitating relationships were short-lived and they frequently led to marriage. And now it's kind of the opposite. Like these days, more unmarried couples are living together and doing so for longer, like you were saying, but fewer are leading to marriage. Like most of the people who mm. live together first are not getting married. Um, but like you say, when they do, they work less often because yeah. they've already, I wonder why that is. I mean, it's probably because there's already a foundation of how things have been. Mm -hmm. And by the time you get to marriage, ain't shit changed. And you're like, this is the same shit it was. Right. Because people, for one, then I think people get comfortable. And then, um, I think that people, um, excuse me, they feel like marriage is nothing but a piece of paper at that point. Cause it's like, we're already committed to each other, already but doing there's this, a big yeah. difference. Mm -hmm. Right. But there's a big difference. I mean, there's definitely like a business aspect to marriage for sure. And, uh, we were recently having this conversation, you know, <clears throat> because for me, you know, uh, you know, it's, uh, of course the, the conversations about, you know, power of attorneys and what I want when I die or something happened to me and stuff like that, like that stuff, you know, there's all uncomfortable conversations, but you know, I think as we all fucking know now, it's like here today, gone today. Like these are things we really got to talk about and set in stone. And I was saying like, you know, I don't want to, <clears throat> I don't want any art when it's my time. I think I've made very, uh, I think I've made it very well known what I want when I die, mm -hmm. you know? So I don't, nobody should be arguing about shit. Respect my wishes. And that's all I, you know, don't nobody have to argue about nothing. So yes. I want to return that favor, you know what I'm saying? To my partner, for sure. You know, I want what you want. Not what anybody else wants for you. What do you want? For yourself, for yourself. You know? um, <clears throat> so granted, when you're married, I mean, you're the legal next to can and things like that, right? But when you're in these situations, like cohabitating, especially for a really long time, you know, we, we know funerals and weddings bring out the worst in people. Mm -hmm. So even though you could have kids together and all these things, like if there's not the, that piece of paper, you may run into some shit. That's a big, that's the big downfall about cohabitating with no intentions to get married from, you know, right. But. And that's why those cohabitation agreements happen. That's, it's the same as common law, you know, like certain people or it used to, I don't know if this is still a thing anymore, but it used to be when we were younger, uh, if you lived with somebody like seven years, seven years or more, you were considered common yeah. law. So they were, mm -hmm. um, entitled to information. If you were in the hospital, they were entitled to things as a spouse would be. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's the little thing I should look that up, but, um, I feel like, hmm, I don't know. A lot of this stems from, like you said, financial, you know, um, yep. I don't even know what the word is. It's just subversion. Okay. Like I'm underwater. I live in New York city, uh, Los Angeles, Chicago, Miami, um, this is an expensive New Orleans. This is an expensive lifestyle Vegas now sure. yeah. Yeah. Um, to live single. So when you do find somebody, I'm trying to think of how, how quick me and Ben moved in together. I met him and then eight months later, he said he was in love with me. And then mm, like five months later, we started going out and then it was probably six months later after we started going out that I moved in there. And it was really only mm -hmm. because I was always over there. Because he lived closer to my job than I did, 
So I was constantly running home, you know, to get clothes Mm -hmm. or whatever. And he'd be like, just stay, uh, you know, whatever. It would always just end up being more convenient to be at his place. And then why are you paying rent for a place? Right. Fucking and that's what it comes down to you when know, it comes when you end up being yeah. the person you're like i pay a lot of money to live somewhere for all my stuff to right. be somewhere else really but right. i think that's also a new york city thing people are very quick very quick in new york um but i'm not saying that's the right thing to do because when it came down to it i should have kept my place um even though we were together for like four years and we lived together basically about two and a half to three, I I wish I had kept my place because there was a point in our relationship where I wanted to move out. I didn't want to break up, but Mm -hmm. I wanted to move out because I wanted my own space again because it wasn't just he and I living together. He had three roommates before I even moved in there. Oh, that's right. So, um, I just wanted to go back to a place. Yeah. I just wanted to go back to a place where I had a door that I could shut and lock and could nobody come Mm -hmm. in except me. And he was not okay with that. And he was like, if you move out, I'm breaking up with you. And I was like, well, okay then. Oh. And he oh. thought he thought that it was a step backwards in the relationship. And I, and he kept I bringing up other that, people. Though. Well, I could see that to a certain extent, but I was like, but you know that it's not a, a back step in the relationship because I'm telling you and we're fine. I'm just, I just would like my own space again. And he was like what are people going to say? What are people going to say? And that's the wrong thing to say to me. Cause I don't give a fuck what people think. And quite frankly, when you say something like that to me, it makes me want to just do it even more. When you say, right. well, what are people going to think? That's making me. Right. Cause now you, you're, you're not, you're totally disregarding how I feel. Right. And now you're just worried about the look of it, the look yeah. of it no. and what people are going to say to you, or if you're going to look a certain way, like, Oh, your girlfriend doesn't want to live with you. Ha ha ha. Like, I don't know. He had a, he just yeah. had a mind thing about it. So, um, yeah. I mean, do people in New York really want to have roommates? Like, have you, I mean, you've known plenty of people out there and like, you know, damn near everybody has a fucking roommate because it's so expensive. Have you ever heard anyone say like, yes, I love having a roommate? No, <laughs> like, no. Um, nope. I love um, going into the fridge and seeing somebody eat all my fucking exactly, you know, right. whatever the hell. And that's the part... <laughs> I mean, maybe we should have another show. <laughs> yeah, about the roommates from hell because that kind of stuff. Uh, I've definitely had to kick people out of my apartment, you know, because they whatever whatever agreement they signed, they weren't living up to it. So I don't I don't know. I know it's different with cohabiting agreements. I was gonna because there was a little tab for that, but I felt like that was kind of a <laughs> turn off of the subject matter. But. <laughs> Agreements are necessary because people change their minds. And in New York City, um, once you move in somewhere, if you don't have an agreement, you can just stay. And you don't even have to pay rent if they want you to leave because of the squatter's rights. So that's why once I re- once I found that out, I was like, whenever we have roommates, they're signing this. That says we tell you when to leave. Because squatter's rights are absolutely real in New York City. And... There's nothing you can do. Wait, who's right? Squatters. Oh, squatters, right. Okay. Um, that was um, what happened with the wow. one the one person we were talking about on the last show about friendship breakups. This one person that was stealing from me, whatever, I'll just say his name. His name is Lamont. And he... 
this one other person, there were some other people he, he fucked over. My friend Chance and his roommate, Annabella. Um, they befriended him at a moment um, in time, and he moved into their apartment, and then he never left. And he literally took the door off of the hinges um, and refused to pay rent. And um, they ended up having to leave. They ended up leaving. They ended up having to leave. So he ended up having a a free apartment basically for about a year. And this was after stealing from multiple people. Coast to coast. (laughs) So they didn't know that he was a thief. No, they didn't know. And they hadn't talked to me yet. Or they hadn't met me yet. Sorry. They hadn't met me yet. So when they met me, they told me about this person in Lamont. And I was like, are you fucking... What? I was like, that's... And Ben and I were like, oh my God. And yeah. And I was like, "Um, you're never getting that apartment back, by the way. And they never did. I mean, why would you want to live like in an uncomfortable situation? <laughs> I guess survival of the fittest. I yeah. Some people... Exactly. So I mean, yeah, of the he was fittest. For free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was living for free. I guess. I mean, I guess so I the same thing could it. apply had he, had he been my boyfriend and or, you know, had been one of their boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever, like they break up and you're like, leave. And it's like, I don't have to leave. See, that's been into tough situations, though, too, because I feel like, you know, there's that one aspect where you're like, I don't want to be somewhere where you don't, where somebody don't want me. Right. Especially in a home. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Fucking home. I'm fucking out of here. But then depending on, you know what I'm saying, like to survive, like you may not be able to afford going somewhere else, you know? And that's, that's like, what it is. That shit gets really fucking tricky. And then also just depending on just the, you know, what's, what's here and how mm-hmm. much, who put this down and all that type of shit and get into money. I really do not like money dealings with people. I, I'm right. not a fan. I don't either. I, I feel like that shit gets, it would, I mean, it would make some of the best relationships just turn so ugly, you know? True. Um, no. So. Well, anyways. I did do, I don't know if you did this, but well, you might have cause you were married, but, um, we opened a joint account together too. Mm-mm. That I do not recommend that unless that's, unless it's just an account to pay bills, which is what it was. It was just an account to pay bills, but I couldn't close the account without him. So mm. I think after I left, there was still money. But could you remove yourself? Mm. You couldn't remove yourself. I couldn't remove myself. No, because it it was the same thing. It was like I can turn off the notifications or turn off, you know, whatever ideas of like, you know, um, what do you call it? But like, why not? If somebody wants to remove themselves from a fucking account because Satan wants to fuck you over and he starts overdrafting like a son of a bitch. Because it could be the opposite. You could be the thief that's trying to get off the account and get out of paying bills or get out of things. It's legal. So it's like if you open the account together, you have to close it together. Oh, that makes because sense. Because people okay. can lie. People can sense. steal your money and then close the account, you know? So there's okay. reasonings for it. But it, at the time, sense. when it is really like an upstanding situation, you're like, really? I just, yeah. I just want out. I just don't want to be affiliated with this person anymore. And I don't want them to be able to contact me or fuck up my yeah. credit or, you know? Yeah. And I would definitely say never live somewhere that you can't afford to pay for on your own. Right. And that, there you go. It's, that's yeah. a hard one, but yeah. 
I mean, it is, you know, you would think, oh, two incomes, you know, we can do this and that, da, da, da. Well, shit happens. And, you know, somebody might lose their job. Somebody might move the fuck out. Like, you don't know what the hell. Um, exactly. And you got to be prepared for that, unfortunately. That sucks. I mean, people can do that. The thing that I didn't like, like, when I was reading about stuff is, and maybe I need to change my mind frame on this since, you know, I'm getting married is like, <laughs> People can leave marriages too and fuck you over in that. You know, mm-hmm. one thing I think I would absolutely not do is buy a home with somebody that I was not married to. Mm. Like buying property with someone eh, and we're just, you know, cohabitating. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't know about that. I That's agree. a whole other set of bills whole and responsibilities. Bills. You know, I know people, I know people who've done it. There's always those exceptions, you know, but shit getting out of a lease is different than a fucking mortgage yeah and you're talking about titles and deeds and equity and it's like how long have you lived here and how much you know refinancing Mm -hmm. has happened how much you yeah like oh god your insurances and all the things it's so much more expensive i mean yes yes Mm -mm. and really fucking yourself over yeah you are right but i mean the, people can do that shit in a marriage too that's the thing you know True. it's fucked up but if you're married there's some legal there's some legal ramifications yes. that you can you can take or not ramifications but you can take some legal yeah. channels and like make some shit um something yeah. else and that's one of the benefits yeah that is one that's of the benefits one, that's one of the benefits it does say that married couples have so higher piece of paper yeah married couples have higher levels of trust and satisfaction than cohabitators like yeah um <laughs> i don't know i, don't I mean know. i don't regret i don't regret you know what i'm saying like living with him right now because it's definitely something i feel like this i mean maybe it doesn't work like this for all people obviously mm-hmm. i know a lot of people who have you know lived together before they got married and stuff um i like to i mean i know what i'm getting into mm-hmm. <laughs> by living with him and i think people think you know um even with like roommates and stuff right you would think that Oh, like some things are just little, right? Mm-hmm. But um, these things like add up. And sometimes, you know, you just can't tolerate somebody. I mean, you, can only, you can't live with everybody, so you can't travel with everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I think that you definitely get a, a vision of what your life is going to be like should you, you know, marry this person. So, I mean, I'm not saying like, I'm, I'm for it, obviously, because I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that's, that's just my take on it. So I was talking Their to cleaning habits, living habits. Yeah, I was talking to um, our friends over there on everything arrogance. Shout out to hey boy Evan and Stiz. Um We kind of all agreed that. Well, Steez, sorry, I'm gonna put your business out there a little bit, but Steez is he's uncohabitating right now, and so. Um, he he doesn't want to do the the living together before marriage anymore. I was saying, I feel like I would live with you now if we are engaged. If we mm-hmm. like live going back and forth, I would rather just go back and forth for years until we've decided we want to at least get married. And during the engagement period, let's live together and make sure this is yeah. what we want. Um, so I feel like I don't. I don't want to say I'll never live with another guy again because I don't know that I want to get married, but 
I I feel like I'm gonna once I get my place, I'm gonna always keep my place, no matter what. Um, yeah, especially if you own it. Yeah, yeah especially if you own it. Like if you're renting it, all obviously is another. It's easier to just be like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, because I've always wondered. Yeah, I always wondered what happens to couples when they meet and like both of them own property. You know, are you yeah. is somebody going to sell theirs? You're going to keep it and rent it out. Um, you know, who does the, you know? What do, how do you mm-hmm. decide that and mm-hmm. you know things like that? But I will say there's other reasons for cohabitating because <clears throat> a lot of times people don't get married if they've been married before and say they're a widow. Mm-hmm. They can stop if they get remarried. They can stop getting those benefits that they're receiving for you know their deceased spouse. So. Mm-hmm okay and that's oh that's always tricky too because i know someone who's kind of who's in that situation mm-hmm. and um like been in a super committed relationship for forever i mean shit um mm-hmm. like what 30 years or something so i don't know what you do with that like is that insulting to the other person like you don't know, you're not willing to give up that for us mm-hmm. you know i don't know and then what happens if y'all split you know what i mean <laughs> I just feel like property should always stay with the original property owner. Even if you, even if you decide to like combine your assets, your name doesn't necessarily okay. have to be on my house, you know, and my name doesn't necessarily have to be on yours. Maybe sure. Like maybe put my name on a title, maybe, or put my name on the mailbox, but mm, I don't know. But I think that's when paperwork starts, I mean, becomes, like, really important. That's when prenups um, become important. Something. <laughs> that's when well, prenups Well, it's like, okay, important. so if something happens, you're living in that their home. I mean, you can always go back to your home, but mm-hmm. then it's like, but this has now become your home, too. So if something happens to, you know, my partner, mm-hmm. what are we going to do with this house that we've been living in? I feel like as long as the person, if they own it, if they don't have children, it'll go to their parents. If they have children, it'll go to the children. More right, than I've likely. Been living in this, I've been living in this house with you, and now I, I have tenants, so I can't just kick them out. Oh, you, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, like yes, you can just kick them out. A couple. Yes, you can just kick them out. Absolutely. That's a part of your title. I mean, that's part of your um, agreement <clears throat> that you, the lease agreement that you set up is that you, you say. You 30 days, huh? Mm-hmm. Depends on the person. You don't have to. Oh, wow. Mm, I mean, okay. some people, look, obviously that's the thing to do. And I think most states, it is legally you have to do that, but not all states. So what I'm saying is if you sign an agreement that says when I call and say that you have to leave, you have 72 hours, um, then that's what it's going to have to be. That I would never, I can't say never say never. If I was like in a room, you can't, exactly. I'm in a bind. If the whole, like, <laughs> think, about, think about if the whole place is furnished and you don't have to do anything but move in with your stuff. If I can tell you, seven, you got 72 hours, you can, get, you can get your shit and get out in 72 hours. Now, all right, what are you going to do? That's messed up. It, it's totally right. messed up. I'm just saying that legally, yeah, yeah. you would have to, if you signed it, you it's would allowed. have to figure it out. It may not be moral. Yeah, I'm not saying it's moral. Not saying it's right. Okay, but yeah, most people. Yeah, you would give it's them thirty right, days, and okay. you would you would stay with somebody until mm-hmm. until you could kick them out legally. So, what did you feel like were the pros of living with somebody aside from finances? Um, not necessarily having to get 
dressed up for date nights and not necessarily having to get dressed for anything. That's always nice. Being able to just lay around naked <laughs> and um, and just feeling comfortable enough to be yourself. Um, I feel like it takes moving in together sometimes to really let your guard down. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, the vulnerability. I'm not saying it's nice, but I'm saying it's a good thing. <laughs> um, what other pros? He'll pay for dinner? I definitely feel like... He's going to pay for things? Hmm? He's going to pay for things more than likely, like more than you would... I said no fin- no finances. Oh, finances. okay. All right, all right. Removed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I definitely think we've gotten like so much closer, you know, by yes, living together. The bond. We only lived together for five, like, yeah, like five months, three months, three or five months, something like that mm-hmm. before we got engaged. But um, I kind of suck as a, a housewife. So, <laughs> I think we both know? discovered that. What do you mean? And we both, because <laughs> I'd be tired. That's why meal prep is really a thing. I get home, I'm like, I don't want to do a fucking thing. I go to the gym, but <clears throat> getting ready to make this grand meal and all that shit, mm-mm, I'm too tired. Oh, yeah, the domesticated part when you are working. Yeah. And I think, oh, we're still talking about pros. Okay, pros. We split that, so now you don't have to do all of the, you know, the household duties by yourself. So there you go, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. It doesn't all fall on you. These Okay, well, I can talk about finances. Um, I mean, I think the bonding is probably the biggest thing. Just, you know, knowing somebody's always going to yeah. be there. Knowing you don't have to come mm-hmm. home to an empty place, you know, and um, yeah. when you're when you're down, when you're sad, you know, like you, there's somebody to be there for you and like tell you it's going to be okay. Um, right. But then on the other end of that, <laughs> that's yeah. a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. True. True. Yeah, that's a double-edged true. Sword. See, I'm a scaredy cat. Self. Right. I'm a scaredy cat. So at my big old age, I'm afraid of the dark. So I will sleep with lights on, TVs on and stuff like that. But like when he's, you know, by him being here, I don't have to do that anymore because I know he's going to protect you, so that's good. That is good. <laughs> it's good that you even feel safe yeah, and protected. Yeah, but I literally, like, when I had my own place, I definitely slept with the fucking lights on every night. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people that do that. Like, every night. There's a lot of people that do oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I ain't talking about no fucking nightlight either. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have blackout curtains I want and can only sleep in pitch black. But that's just me. Mm. Um, I, mm, well, if we're talking about cons, um, I feel like sometimes the romance leaves, um, you know, uh, it's harder to, it's harder to care about things like that, like being cute Mm. and making things nice for your person cleaning up before they come home or, you know, like those kinds of things Mm -hmm. kind of fly out the window. Um, I do not, and will never again in my life share a bathroom with a man ever. I won't share a bathroom with anybody ever again, but especially with man. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. I said, I think when we buy a house, I want my own bathroom. Mm -hmm. Or a closet as well. We're not sharing closets either. I don't oh, care. I yeah, don't care if there's a male side now. and a woman's mm-hmm. side. This is mine. And you can find another closet. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know any. I don't think I know any couple that shares a closet. Actually, my my mom and dad don't share a closet. Then they shouldn't. Hell no. No matter of fact, the house that they bought or that's being built, um, saw a model, and my mom's gonna take one of the rooms and like make a closet out of it. Like there, it's gonna be a exactly. whole thing. I'm gonna help her out. I'm excited for that. Yeah, no, I mean she's got so much shit anyway. Her and my dad, gosh. But that's what he says about me. He's like, you have so many clothes. I'm like, get out of my closet. This is you have no business. And that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't have no business being in here. This is not for you. (laughs) There's nothing in here that is yours. So you have no business being in this closet or this bathroom. Yeah, that is probably the biggest con I would have to say is um, the space issue. Definitely space. Like when you, Mm -hmm. you know. when you need space, I mean, for us, like, you know, we have two bedrooms, so I, he gave up his office, he had a home office, he gave it up to me, so it's like my little, like, she cave or whatever, so that's nice. That was nice. Um, but just when you need, you know, when you need space, or just when you want to be by yourself, um, that's, which is very important, and I think that's hard to do when you live with someone sometimes because people take things so personally, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, I just... I talk to people all day long. You talk to people all day long. Like I get it, you know, it's just like he said last night when he came home, I was asleep on the couch watching TV and we have three TVs in this bitch, but that's our favorite TV. (laughs) So he was like, yeah, when I came home last night, I wanted to, I wanted to be in the living room. I wanted to watch that TV, but I took it over because I fell asleep, you know? So, um, yeah, those little things. And I know those seem I mean, they are little things, but they really add up because you got to think about this is your sanctuary, you know what I mean? And this is your your home, this is your peace, this is your castle. So those things really add up and can affect you because this is, out of everything that you do, you know what I'm saying, throughout your day, like this is yours. Nobody can come in here and, and claim it. It's your shit. So yes. it's very important. Um, another huge con for me that I had to, whew, it was hard. It was hard to suck it up was when <laughs> when they would have their friends over and you're just not in the fucking room mm. for that shit. And these motherfuckers won't leave. Yeah. Cause you he hosted a lot. A like once lot. a week at least, right? And at yeah. least once a week. And mm-hmm. there'd be poker games or Madden games or come watch the NBA game or whatever fucking game. And it wasn't always like, hey, is it cool if they come over? It was more like no, I'll be on. No, he he would ask me, but uh, sometimes I would just come home and people would just be there. And once one person was there, they'd text somebody and they call. And then it's like, you know, and obviously at first it was cool. It was fun to have people over all the time. I didn't it's mind always, having yeah. that, having, being that household. But after a while, mm-hmm. I became very, I wasn't even hostile towards these people, but I was just, I shut myself off. I would leave mm-hmm. or I would go to the bottom level or another room or something because sometimes it would just be so juvenile and I'd be like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. I just want to, I just want to watch the young and the restless or I just want to like, I just want to sprawl out. Have it quiet. Yeah. I just want to yeah. sprawl out and I not talk be to anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. so that was a big one, big con for me. Yeah. When you're looking forward to coming home and just like chilling the fuck out that, that that's not something I would want to open my door to, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, so if you went into your room, you could still like hear them or they would still come in. Would they come in your room? Or? They wouldn't come in there, but I could still hear it okay. for the most part. Um, alongside okay. that would also be just like parties, you know, like Ben was a big partier. I liked to party, you know? Um, 
but he's the type that can party any day for hours. And mm-hmm. the best part about him when he was like that was that he, when he was done, he was done. So he was never afraid to kick people out. That was what we had in common. We were both never afraid oh, to be nice. like, we're done for the night. We're good. You ain't got to go home. Yeah. yeah. You, you ain't, ain't got to go, go home. home but you got to get the fuck up out of here. Yeah. Um, okay. So that was, you know, a thing. Um, probably also for a con is like, we didn't necessarily have this problem with either of the situations that I was in, but I know that this is an issue for people. It's just like coordinating schedules. Um, mm-hmm. it almost sometimes seems like it's easier to see people when you don't live together than when you do. Cause you kind of take them for granted. Um, yeah, you know? Yeah. I can definitely see how they could like pull some of the romance out. Um, absolutely mm-hmm. but you know what too it's so nice like like for us it's like i also like it's like i also live with my friend yeah that's what's nice so it's like we can just like fucking chill out in the living room watching tv like all day and shit be like talking shit like just having so much fun doing absolutely nothing yes. and that's just so nice because you don't always have to go out and spend all this money and get all dumb and that's always nice you know definitely um i don't like to do that all the time but you know it's always nice to you know put your little freakum dress on and stuff and mm-hmm. get cute but that's just that is nice but see I, i'm not a person who's afraid to be by myself so it mm-hmm. is nice to have somebody whose company i do enjoy you know mm-hmm. um now the issue well, that's why we have three tvs because it's like if you want to watch something and i don't <laughs> have at it i'm gonna go somewhere else mm-hmm. and go on about my fucking day um yeah yeah i think the worst part i also hated was like cleaning up after somebody um mm. yeah you know just because not always but generally more often guys tend to be a little less concerned with mess than women um I'm just the type of person, I don't like to come home and the place is dirty. I, mm-hmm. like my friend Eve, who I love to death. Um, but when we first met, I could not stand this girl because she would walk in the door and throw everything off. She would take everything off at the door. Shoes, socks, whole <laughs> outfit at the fucking door. And I used to be like, why do you do this? Why do you just take everything off and then walk away? And she's like, I just remember her being like, I don't understand why, why you don't, why, like, why does it bother you? Just step over it. And it's like, oh my God, I shouldn't have to step over it. Four people live here, you know? And, uh, of course now she's like, I don't know why I did that. She's like, that was a college bad habit that I had. Um, she's like, that would drive me crazy now if anybody did that. And I'm like, right. So I hate having to clean up after people. I don't like people leave things behind, like your towels, your socks, uh, these dishes, dishes are kind of a, a gray area, but I, I, I digress. I digress. I digress. I hate dishes. I do hate dishes, but I get, I'm lenient on dishes as long as they're not piling the fuck up. Oh yeah. If it's at the like, bottom I'm, of the I'm, thing I'm, and the sink is mostly empty, but there's like a couple dishes here, fine. But when I stuff starts to stack, no. I will use. Yeah, I will use paper plates and plastic utensils in a fucking heartbeat. He same, knows I hate same. dishes, so he will he he will wash dishes, which I appreciate. I, I or just I put that motherfucker in the dishwasher. I don't know. 
We don't have a dishwasher. Okay, and that's also an issue, and we don't do that either. There will be a dishwasher. Or there, there's either there's a dishwasher or there's a dishwasher because I hate washing Literally, dishes. Right. Yeah. I hate washing dishes. So, I really do with a passion. I will. Um, the thing that I, no. you know what I can't stand? It's like, I mean, I'm definitely a product junkie. Mm-hmm. And you know, men, they use a fucking like 30 in one bath products and shit. <laughs> so, of course, you know, he, I have my whole spread out there and shit in the, in the shower. And he definitely uh, partakes in some of, of those things. So then I hate like, Right, and so when he went, um, so he had no idea how much this shit costs. So oh. when he went to go, uh, he went to Ulta to get me some stuff for my birthday. And he was like, "I will never use your products again." He's like, "I had no idea that shit was that expensive." I'm like, "Yeah, right, yeah." <laughs> and then, and then you're not even using it properly, and then you're using too fucking much of it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yes, you're using too much of it. But no, that doesn't, yeah. you know, that doesn't drive me crazy. But it's like, yeah, now you know. <laughs> now you know. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. Now you know. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I mean, you're doing it, so I think I already said I probably wouldn't do it again. This, the first time I did it, it was, it was in LA, and it was after you know it was my boyfriend from college, and um, we both just tired of having roommates, and it was a financial like, oh, well, it makes sense. We're we're together every day anyway. And I don't know why I thought this guy was super fucking messy. Okay. Love you, but, and I don't know why I thought us living together was just going to, it was just going to change who he was. And he was just not going to be this messy person. And he wasn't going to sit on the couch and like drink beer and eat pizza with his shirt off. And like, he wasn't going to literally like throw his shit like, on the bathroom floor and then go to work for 12 hours and like come home and still not touch it at all. Um, so (laughs) I didn't mean to break up with that person, but I did it in the moment. I, the moment I did it, I didn't mean to do it, but I did it. And then, uh, we ended up having, because you guys, because of something from you guys living together. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just realized I wasn't in love with him anymore. So I was like, okay. I have to get out of this. And I didn't know what, to, I didn't know how to. And I think one day he just asked me, like, do you want to break up? And I was like, yes. And he was like, wait, really? And I was like, yep, I sure do. Okay. And then I, what was terrible was we had to live together for, we had to live together for like two months. And I made him like sleep on the couch. And then when we finally, <laughs> we finally were able to move out we moved onto the same street because our two friends let us each move with them and they lived on the same street like four houses away so it was it was still better than living with him but he was right there so he would come over here and you know and give me shit for breaking up with him and you know I like couldn't get away from him and we were best friends so we still had a we still wanted to see each other but me seeing him meant more than me than the opposite or him seeing me meant more than me seeing him. And it gave him false hope that we were going to, yeah, you know, so I don't recommend that. And then, the, so that's the shortest amount of time you lived with somebody. Yeah. Was all the year. It was less than a year. Okay. It was like, it was literally like, like eight months. 
And it was such a cute place. I regret that part. I regret that part, that it was such a cute place. But I couldn't afford it on my own. I wish I had been able to. Um, and then the second time, mm. I just... I had already decided I was going to move back to Vegas, and he was ready to move. And so <laughs> um, when we moved into the place at the end of our relationship, it cost the most. But we were only... It was just us, finally. And nice. I just had to... Once I decided I was leaving, we didn't break up just because I was leaving, but um, he, I mean, I pretty much made him pay the rent the whole time that I was there because I was just like, I don't see the point in paying. I didn't want this. You and did. I didn't really, exactly. Yeah. I didn't really want this. This is what you chose for yourself. You knew I'm leaving. Like so Now, okay. Pay. So was it, what were the differences living with him by himself versus living with him with roommates? Were there any differences? There weren't really, no, there weren't really any differences. Um, cause he was clean. Um, he was a clean partner cause he would get like me where it would get messy enough. And then you just like, you get yeah. like so annoyed that you just clean everything. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't know what was different. I guess the only, the biggest difference was that we lived much closer to the park and he was like a, fr- a frisbee fanatic and so he mm-hmm. just, it was just a constant going to the park every single day. And he always wanted me to go. And I always had to say no, cause I didn't want to go. Well, were you getting, were you able to get your space, more space by him, by living with just him? Yeah. Or did I was he able to get more like space. Give that to you? No, I did get okay. more space only because his work would keep, you know, would, he would travel a lot. So I would have like days to myself. That would be, okay. that was really nice. That was probably the best part. Like we we did get space. I mean, I got space. He didn't really get yeah. space, but, um, you got a chance to miss him. Got a chance to miss him. And that's, that's my favorite part. I just, I just rather miss somebody than get sick of them. Yeah. I think like for us, our schedules are, I mean, he's a, you know, he's an entrepreneur. So there are times when he's like, you know, like last night I didn't get to see him before I went to bed and stuff like that. Um, till this morning I woke him up before I went to work. Those little corny ass fucking things, like, oh, I didn't yeah. get to see you yesterday, I didn't get to talk to you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but then there's those times where I'm like, don't, <laughs> don't even look at me, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not all, you know, some people may think it's all, I mean, and good for the people who, you know, I don't know, maybe you're just still in the honeymoon phase or something like that, but um, I mean, I had yeah. never lived by myself before. So once I did, it was kind of hard to give that up, you know, um, yes. and he had never lived with somebody before. So I know it was hard for him <laughs> to give that up, you know, it's definitely a compromise. And so I think that's why you have to have like absolute, you know, um, communication about like, hey, this is not personal. I've had a long day. I just want to unwind a little bit. It's nothing against you. I love you. I didn't. I just need a moment. Just need a moment, but you got to be able to express that, you know? Yes. Yes. And you got to be able to accept that sometimes everybody doesn't want to, you know, just somebody doesn't always want to be like all under you all the time. Yes. Yeah. And it's not even, it doesn't have to necessarily do anything with you, you know, but. hmm. Yes. And I think that's a big thing, you know, um, is to be, don't take anything personally when you live with somebody. Try to maintain space, maintain your own uh, 
activities and things that you were doing before they moved in, you know, um, obviously invite them along if you want to, but keep your, keep your things to yourself for yourself and absolutely keep your individuality, keep your individuality, keep your friends, you know, they don't necessarily have to always be at your place, but always have, you know, friends to boundaries. (laughs) Well, exactly. There you go. Like, yeah. Um, and um and discuss finances <clears throat> before you move in with somebody yeah. are we doing 50 50 are you going to pay the rent and i'm going to pay utilities like what are we doing here because i don't think it's going to change you know you want it a different way and you don't speak up and yeah you get your ass bamboozled and and things can happen you know like there was a point in time in new york where ben didn't have a job and you know he was getting unemployment but it wasn't what he was making before. So our life uh-huh. was a little different uh-huh. and I got to pay a little bit more over here and you have to pay uh-huh. a little less, which is right. cool. You know, compromising is necessary, but um, yeah, that's a good one. Definitely talk about that stuff before. If you guys are, yeah. if you guys are in sync with that idea of finances, because if you're not, then you should just stay where you are. Okay. I have a, I have a question for you. So since you guys lived with people um, and then his friends were always over and stuff like that. It was like kind of a package deal. Did they ever bring over people or like do their dirt at your place and you were not comfortable with that? Mm, no, um, no, 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 no. Unless it was a party, you know? Um, no, I remember. <laughs> Yeah, no. That never happened while I was cohabitating. That happened in high school with um, somebody I was seeing. And, uh, like, I don't know why I had an issue with it. There There was something about it that just sat wrong with me. It felt like we were, like, the person I was with was being used. And I didn't like that. No, that's a, yeah, absolutely. And then they're using your place to fucking do their dirt. Yeah. Oh, I've been in that situation, not as a cohabitator, but, uh. I've been in that situation, and you're like, "What the fuck, bro? Don't be," because they're dragging you into their dirt. Yeah, and it's more just like I don't, I don't know. I just found that disrespectful to me. I'm like, this isn't your house, it is. and I know the we're all friends right. and it's cool, but this is like where we do our thing. This is like our our right our area and sacred place. Yeah, this is our sacred yeah. place, and you come in and just kind of, you know, you're just fucking people randoms and cheating and being you know just being dirty and shit like that yeah. just takes away from it just makes it all seem like it's trivial like it's a brothel or something and you know i wasn't sleeping with multiple people in high school at all so it to me i just i don't know that just rubbed me wrong so i had to say something mm-hmm. about it and boys of course you know they never get it they're like whatever like what's the big deal like you think that girl really feels good about like being in your friend's house in some random bed that she's never seen that doesn't have sheets on it. And like, you know, while we're downstairs, like making macaroni and cheese, like, I don't know to me. I mean, that just doesn't seem super romantic. (laughs) I mean, I would be like, damn, like put some sheets on the bed, like light a candle or something. But I guess that's what high school is for. I will say too, like one plus for me is, um, we we will host like his family like quite a little bit like to come over and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So like his sister was just in town and she was leaving. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh well, have everybody come over here so we can all you know get, you know hang out before she leaves. Oh, and wow, da, da, da. Talk about that. So it's like yeah. family night, and I I really like that. I like that aspect a whole lot. 
Yes. I do like that aspect, but then there's the, the opposite, the flip side of that, where people's family feel like they can just come over when the fuck ever, and I did not like that. I don't, don't just pop over here. Well, we, yeah. Well, they have, like, <laughs> emergency keys, and so, like, when That's my cool. parents come here, they'll have the same. Yeah. But um, we definitely communicate. <laughs> Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Know, hey, is it cool if this and that? Yeah, yeah. No, we definitely communicate. And then we have a ring camera too. So if everybody's ever at the door, you know, I can just check on it and like speak to them through the thing. Like if I'm not here or something like that, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's that's all. We have don't, a better like, internet. Don't be just just because everybody lives together. Just because we live together doesn't mean the family just has the rights. No, I feel like it's definitely. No bills I kind of. Right. I, I think maybe it wasn't a thing before I moved here, before I moved in here. Mm. Um, but now that I'm here, you know, I, I have to just kind of let that Boundaries. be known, whatever. I might be walking around. Well, I might be more, the most important thing was I might be walking around like not, you know. That's maybe, what I'm saying. Or in the That's towel the or something like that. Yeah. That's so, the point. Yeah. Call before you come, come over here. here to, like, Don't you know, just, oh, you're in the neighborhood. That's what used to happen with uh this guy's parents and no they don't they don't do that they were in the Uh they would they they lived in the same vicinity so it's like oh we're out walking the dog we're stopping by the fuck yeah no they don't do that at all um no because i don't mind them coming over at all but it's just more so make sure i'm decent that's Mm -hmm. all yeah i don't want to scar anybody (laughs) well Regardless, I mean, look, I'm, it's not nothing nobody's ever seen, but that's not the point. The point is, right. um, when someone's at home, they more than likely are interested in having the doors and the windows closed, so they probably don't want you to just barge yourself in um, unannounced. Unannounced is the word we're talking about. Well, you about. know, yeah, pop-ups, um, that's a big thing, like, of where my dad's from. They all pop up on each other, like, all the I time. I understand, and it's culturally, all it's different. Time. Like I said, in New York City, it's yeah. a walking city. You're just, you just happen to walk by your friend's apartment, so you knock on the door. I get it, but don't do that. Um, like you're saying, in the <laughs> Southern, the Southern, you know, kind of culture is, yeah, like, rap, tap, tap on somebody's door. How you doing? Just talk to them from the street, on the porch, whatever. But not, not at my home. Yeah. We're, we're, we're city girls in that aspect, yeah. so... Not at my home. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. I feel like um, it's a pretty... It's a pretty standard topic, but I don't feel like people talk about it enough, so I'm glad we were able to kind of yeah. tease and if anybody's got any uh, cohabitation stories from hell, please let us know. Yeah, send it. I'll leave it on the note of, you know, at the end of, at the end of cohabitation, sometimes there are hurt feelings, and sometimes you can get caught up in those hurt feelings and feel the need to retaliate, create some degradation and some uh, some degradation, Come retaliation on. or whatever. <laughs> and listen, I've done it. Okay, you know, I got pissed and I trashed his apartment. And look, do I regret it? I don't. Because somebody like me would never do something like that unless I, unless I was pushed to. or Because I don't, I would never uh-huh. do something like that just to do it. I don't usually get my feelings hurt like that. I don't usually give a fuck. But you play me. And, you know, now I know. Play that, stupid games, you win stupid prizes. There you go. They say. And, uh, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not condoning this. I'm just saying, if you feel that, 
take yourself somewhere else and don't do it. But if you do do it, tell us about it. I'd love to hear it. And yeah, send your stories, DM me if we need to have a part two about y'all's terrible cohabitating tales. Send them to me. I love it. I love it. Um, And where can they find you, Vic? You can find me on Instagram at Vic underscore pistol. I may respond. I may not. You know, Mm -hmm. who knows? knows? It's not personal. Trust me. It's not personal. Um, it's not personal. I suck at social media. just like I suck at a lot of other things. It's like just Christmas. technology hard. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Um, <laughs> yes. And at crystal with a K next time I'm going to put that, I'm going to put that on the scroll and, uh, at lifestyles oh, of yeah. love underscore. And like I said, you can stream us from anywhere from all four corners of the universe and, uh, just Google us. We'll be there. And we love you guys. We thank you. Um, happy Martin Luther the King Day. Yes. Happy Betty White Day. I, I got to find a Martin Luther King shirt. I have yeah. to work that day. So okay. I want a shirt and I want to wear it to work that day. <laughs> yeah, I need to find one too. Yeah, because I have to go to work. Um, yes. Happy MLK Day. Get ready for Black History Month because it's going to be lit. And that's uh, yep. all we got. We love y'all. Thank you guys for listening as always. We'll be back next week. We don't know with what. Surprises. Nope. We'll be back. (laughs) Love y'all. Bye.